The following podcast is brought to you by the Ebb Tide Treatment Center. Many people wrestle with addiction. You don't have to. Reach out to the Ebb Tide Treatment Center, where they wish to empower each individual encountered with the support, hope, and tools required for long-term sobriety. Priding themselves on providing the best possible treatment experience for you and your loved ones based on unique needs. They're committed to breaking the stigma that plagues those suffering with addiction and their families by educating and bringing awareness to the community. The Ebb Tide Treatment Center provides individual and group therapy, multiple recovery pathways for support, evidence-based clinical support, integrated aftercare social reintegration, personalized treatment planning, program addressing whole life health and Vivitrol program all available. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, reach out to them at ebbtidetc.com or call 844 430 Four three five seven. Hello once again, everybody, and welcome to another episode of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we begin today's show, of course, we want to give a shout-out to all of our sponsors that help us bring this show to you free each and every week on iTunes and all other platforms, including now iHeartRadio. First, we want to thank SmartMark Video. If you missed one of our live events and you want to check it out on DVD or you want to download the MP4 Head to smartmarkvideo.com and they take care of us there. Also, thanks to Angelo's Pizza. Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood. If you're over there, stop by and try one of their award-winning pizzas. And they, of course, will bring that pizza to each and every live event that we have at Mount Carmel. We want to thank them as well. And, of course, as always, we want to thank Jack Prince, who handles all of our signage and graphic design needs. If you have anything that you need done, you maybe you're a small business owner, or maybe you're just trying to get something fun and great and cool started, you can do all of those things as well through Jack Prince at jackprince.com. That's jkprince.com. You sound a little rough, buddy. Yeah. I had, like a, day, a, I had a night pack. yesterday. Like you smoked a whole pack before you walked in here. Shout out to Jack Prince. We got a promo code for you. Oh, you can save up to $75 off of your order with promo code absolute CLE1. Make sure to talk to our uh, sponsorship reps, Nadia. I don't know the rest of her name. <laughs> and Angie Punk with the blue hair. Nadia Business. Yeah, there no, you go. That's Jack name. Prince. Yeah. Well, that voice that you heard is John Thorne. The other one is Alex Worldwide Keller, who is the, back. The, the one that sounds like it hasn't yeah. been smoking is <laughs> <Yeah>. mine. <laughs> My name is Steve Guy, always your moderator of sorts here. On um, this week's episode, we're going to recap uh, the AIW show Gauntlet for the Gold happened back in March. Uh, as you know, we've had some delays on our podcast and other things going on, so we are going to catch you up to speed on everything that happened there. Uh, before we do that, it is the month of May, and that is, of course, meaning that it is almost time for JLIT. It's the JT Lightning Invitational Tournament brought to you by AIW. It's Memorial Day weekend, May 26th and 27th. And if you are going to make your way into Cleveland, make sure that you book your hotel at the Hojo on Brook Park Road there. It is the airport. That is not the proper way that they that is not the the proper it's howard johnson's man the come on email is hojo cleveland he's howard Ho-Jo. johnson's 
in Jizz Onsen. Cleveland Airport Edition. (laughs) It is the original Jaylet Hotel for all those fans that uh, were at the very first Jaylet and uh, were there when Brian Kendrick was telling conspiracy theories and uh, Colin Delaney tried to go swimming in the pool. Did you almost get called on there? Uh, We definitely did get called on there. Uh, but uh, that is the original Jaylet Hotel. We're going back to the roots. It's back, and we we hooked up a deal for you. Uh, book your. Rooms. I got b- before you before yeah. you continue. I got a great story about this hotel that nobody should do at the Howard Johnson. Oh, okay. I may have been there for a time when a Howard Johnson employee rented out some rooms and decided to make a portal from the room we were in into the room that was next door. Because that person worked there and knew that it was vacant. So I may or may not have been there when the chair in the Howard Johnson was thrown through the wall, making a portal into the next room. <laughs> All while Sergeant Slaughter and, the, and quite a bit of other World Wrestling Entertainment employees were staying on the same floor. Well, may or may not have happened. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, 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 allegedly well, a former employee may or may not have been involved in, with wrestling there. It's good and, to know. Uh, well, they will be hosting us. We're back. They will be hosting us. Uh, JLED weekend, May 26th and 27th. Uh, we will be there. Our, the rooms are $55 a night, so we got that for you. Make sure. After taxes, that's all that's in. That's right. When you call, make sure. Suck it, Airbnb. Make sure that you Don't say you some other are shit, man. For I'm, I'm putting it down. I'm burying it. <laughs> Six feet under. That's what that's what people don't understand when they bury things, though. They are uh, really give it power. Yeah, give they're it power. really promoting it. That's true. I'm learning right now. If nobody knew about it, now they're gonna be like, "What's this?" He's you know how many fucking about? people I'd want to bury on this podcast? Uh, A lot. We'll get to that. We'll. we'll so you can book at the Howard Johnson. It's $55 a night, as we said. Make sure that you say that you are booking for the AIW event so that they know to give you that rate. Uh, also, we will have two nights of after parties since there's two days of show. Uh, Friday night, we'll be at Nax Eatery and Drinkery. Or was it Drinkery and Eatery? Eatery and Drinkery? It's a lot Nax of hurries. Eatery and Drinkery. Eatery and Drinkery. I'll be Drinkery. That was where John Thorne attempted to Sandman last year. Oh, I'm going to be way worse this year. Oh, Fantastic. So we'll be there for that. That is night one, and then we'll be. I was back re- at- I was relatively reserved at the last couple That's of years true. of after parties. That. This is this is uh, this is going to be back to original form. But the jukebox kept not working last year. There. Yep. This is going to be single John Thorne getting crazy oh, at a jail at weekend. It's been a while. And uh, night two, we will be back on Madison Avenue. Although a girl usual- did slap me last year. Oh, that's. That oh yeah, she was hot. Oh yeah, she uh, smoked. I had to control homicide last year. But uh, we will be back at Mahal's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio, for night number two, the after party, our usual after party spot. So check us out. And there you never know; there well. there may just be an impromptu live AIW podcast just popping up at one of these after parties. You never know if we're sober enough and we can figure out the technology. Or the after after parties. Uh, I, after after a couple of weeks ago at your house, I think I'm done with the after 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 party. <sighs> and if you're still getting tickets for Jay Lit. Uh, John, John, we still have like the combo pack available. Remember, there are three shows that weekend. You have nights one and two of JLet, and in between those, on Saturday afternoon, we have the Back to the Future Cup featuring the AIW students and also some new fresh talent that we are infusing into yeah, the from AIW all from form. all over the map. We got people coming. Yeah. in. Yeah. 
So uh, you can buy your combo pack. There, there are the only way that you could sit front row is to buy the VIP combo pack. Uh, we we are not selling any loose one night or two night uh, or Back to the Future Cup uh, front row tickets. Uh, the only way you can sit front row is to buy the combo pack, and there is a limited amount of those left. I would I would say probably fifteen or less at the time that we record this. Um, so yeah, I would definitely get it over to shop.arwrestling.com, pick those tickets up, uh, make me feel a little, ease my mind a little bit going into, yeah. uh, JLIT weekend as we will get into, uh, in this episode, uh, how, how crazy, crazy things were in AIW just a few months ago. Well, we, we will. So, uh, yeah, make sure you check out all of those things, buy your tickets, of course, at shop.aiwrestling.com. Uh, you can buy general admission tickets still as well. Yeah, yeah we those are VIP. Those tickets. are those are available on an individual show basis. General admission starts in the second row, uh, and uh, they are first come first serve. Obviously, we are going to uh, let the people that purchase online in the building first. Uh, so go ahead and pick those up. Uh, tickets are a little pricier this year than in Jaylet's past, but. Uh, you know, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to John Taffer this this operation. Now that I have sole control of it right now, I'm trying big to uh, things coming. Trying to bust open the books and uh, get things get things on track, and uh, you know, raising the ticket prices for for one show uh, a year, I thought was definitely uh, w- would be acceptable. Hopefully, it's acceptable to uh, all the people listening. And uh, yeah, we we'll get into how crazy things were uh you know just just at the gauntlet for the gold uh which was just just under two months ago just uh yeah just under two months ago march 24th was gauntlet for the gold uh it was of course the aiw uh version of if you want to say the royal rumble it is a rumble royale rumble royale there you have it uh the winner of course gets their shot at absolution which will be in july uh, Which is like a mania of wrestling event. Yes. <laughs> it is a mania of wrestling events. This was the twelfth gauntlet for the gold. Yeah, that sucks, man. That makes me. That really ages me. <laughs> Worldwide, you look like you had something to say. You're just yeah, itching yeah. at the mic. Oh, I'm just uh, thinking back to the gauntlet when I made a brand new best friend in the biz. Oh yeah, who was that? That would be uh, Scott fucking Norton. That's Scott right. Flash Norton. So if you were not at Gauntlet for the Gold, our special guest for that show was Scott Norton, and we were pumping that out. And, I mean, how old is Scott Norton now? He's 50? 58, maybe? 58? Is he pushing 60? He's like, yeah, I think he's like about 58. The, I mean, the guy's a former world arm wrestling champion. And IWGP champion, something yeah. that you did not put over during intermission, buddy. You love that fucking Japanese pro he wrestling. Does. He I, loves it. I love I love American pro wrestling, man. I just respect the Japanese pro wrestling, man. Treat like a sport. Old Flash Norton wasn't sure if people would remember that he was that. I put over what he told me to put over. Oh, but the arm <laughs> wrestling. Scott he Norton. Loves, he's so proud of the arm wrestling. Scott Norton was born in 1961, so do the math on that. I'm not. He a would, uh, Yeah, 58 depending sounds on about his, right. 57, uh, 56 somewhere there. is what that would be. Depending yeah, on whatever. when looks, his birthday. He looks fucking better than he I looks do. Looks fantastic. He had a match with Joey Janela. And they brawled throughout the gymnasium. He put Joey through two tables. And, and then he was nice as can be afterwards. Well, I guess let's, let's just get into how the Scott Norton thing came about. Yeah. Uh, Twitter. 100% Twitter. Uh, 
His appearance in the uh, Wrestle Kingdom uh, gif, Battle Royal. You know, you know that gif was going around of him um, appearing at Wrestle Kingdom, and we just kept getting we just kept getting tagged. I I guess you know uh, one thing I, I I definitely take pride in and appreciate is people understand that uh, we are very outside of the box and we are willing to yeah to, some to, obscure figures to sometimes. do some weird shit. And uh, when that gif was going around, like our Twitter was just getting blown up with like tagging us and him in it. And uh, he followed us, and you know, so I, you know, I followed him back. And <laughs> you're not gonna uh, not follow the Flash. I mean, the IW Twitter account pretty much follows everybody back. That's I think true. we follow like twenty something thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we, uh, you know, nothing, nothing really came. Of, when was that in January, right? Yeah, yeah, January fourth. So I don't know, like I would say maybe a couple weeks after that happened, I just slid into those DMs, ooh, and uh, you know we we started talking and we worked we worked out a deal, and uh, we didn't even know who he was gonna wrestle, honestly, and uh, I had one idea, but that was for the gauntlet. What was your idea? Oh yeah, you just wanted him in the gauntlet. I wanted him in the gauntlet, and then I was gonna like pull some fucking. Uh, I was gonna get some specially printed Weird World Order T-shirts. WWO. <laughs> he was gonna join. We were gonna pose, hit the fucking NWO music, and then he was just gonna shit can the two of us and tear the shirt. So down. I was gonna bring this guy all the way in, <laughs> just to eliminate. Well, you get another girl. fucking match out of him, man. It's a gauntlet. It, it's a battle royal. <laughs> it's a rumble royale. Rumble royale. Either way, I'm gonna uh, bring this guy <laughs> out of. You know, straight straight from the fucking Tokyo Dome to do a battle royal where he joins the Weird World Order. Yeah. And that's for life, brother. You want to know who also pitched a similar idea? The fucking Duke. The Duke came to me, <laughs> and he pitched the Duke World Order. All you motherfuckers and your fucking... The, the brains in your fucking head all just wanted to make a something World Order because Scott Norton was on a fucking flyer. Well, I, did, I pitched no such You thing. and the Duke are virtually the same person. Hold the fuck on right now. <laughs> I'm going to take that as a compliment. The Duke is so talented. It just blows my mind. <laughs> and I'm just going to take... Oh, thank you so much. From the bottom of my heart. <laughs> you really went somewhere else with that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where he was going to go. Me and Duke disagree on a lot of things, but uh, I respect his... Uh, what do you respect about him? Man, he can fucking... On these like spot shows, he fucking kills it. Period. You should have heard the fucking promo that he cut in Sandusky at that head shop uh, parking lot show. Maybe it's because of the bald spot. He's so good on the spot shows. Well, then maybe I need to get on that test and start losing some hair. Are you insinuating the Duke is on performance enhancement? (laughs) No, I think he's just on age, but uh, (laughs) I'm cursed with just these thick locks. But maybe if I just start trying to bleach it out, but no. I don't know where that just went just went off yep. the rails there. So for a Scott second. Norton. Scott Norton. Well slid into those DMs. Yeah, we worked out a deal and um uh, I think it was at Walk the Plank, Joey Janella was like he's like, I'll fucking wrestle Scott Norton. Yeah. I was like, okay, because I have no idea what to do with him. Go cut I was like, after your match, cut a promo and challenge him. And that, that that's was what pretty, he did. That was pretty much it. That's exactly how that went down. And uh I mean they had a hell of a match. Uh I think w- when Scott Norton came in, 
we probably all thought, uh, all well, right. Worldwide would know. Uh, so we get out. Well, of no, let me actually funny story you about that. Up, right? I picked him up from the airport, and he's like asking about like you know who he's working. I'm like, oh, it's Joey Janela. He's like a big you know like rising star, like big name on like East Coast Indies, like that type of deal. And you know, uh, then also he's like, well, who's like worked in this company before? Like what like names? And I was like, oh, Scott Hall came in for an appearance. He's like, oh, fucking Scott and fucking. Uh, and I'm like, we had Vader, and they're like, oh, Leon, how was he? And uh, I'm like, he was a bit of a pill. He's like, bit of a pill, what's that mean? I'm like, he was kind of a fucking dick. And uh, he's like, yeah, that's Leon, what did he do? And I'm like, like a fucking choke slam on a run-in, and then acted like he was dying the rest of the night and was just a piece of shit. And he's like, and then he just started getting all pumped up, like telling old, like, Vader's a piece of shit stories to the point that he's like... <laughs> To the point that he's like, well, I'll tell you this much, man. I'm going to do more than a fucking choke slam tonight, brother. And I'm like, cool. So I think I got him like kind of amped up and like ready to go. And you were on Vader duty, too, when Vader was here. Oh, he was so fucking horrible. That was your guy. No. <laughs> fucking Too Cold was my guy. Fucking Guido's my guy. Fucking Vader can just guy. fucking kiss dicks. Oh, also, since you brought up Uncle Guido, we should point out that, yes, he will, in fact, be at JLIT if you didn't pay attention to the lineup, folks. And you can definitely catch him at Knack's Eatery and Drinkery. Oh, yeah. And he will probably buy you a drink. <laughs> like, <laughs> More than likely. Budweiser or a vodka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he will probably buy you a drink because he, he likes to purchase drinks, that little Guido. But uh, So, yeah, Worldwide kind of got to feel out Scott Norton before everybody. Yeah. And, I mean, I had heard stories that he could, like, fucking get, like, like weird about, like, fucking, like, I think, like, Daniel Bryan in, like, an order wrestling talked about him on the New Japan bus, and he'd just get, f- like, flipped the fuck out over, like, weird noises and, like, just small things. And I'm, like, so I'm, like, being mindful of that, and, like, I'm not smoking in the car or anything or, like, doing this, doing that. Oh, yeah, apparently my car was uh, too dirty for Scott you, fucking Flash Norton. You cleaned your car out for this. I did clean my car. Well, I at least cleaned out the fucking front two seats. Yeah, and then he wanted to speak to me on the phone because he's like a guy that wants to talk on the phone. He's a phone talker. So he wanted to call me when he was uh, when he had gotten to his hotel and talk a little business over the phone. Oh. And uh, he called me, and uh, the first thing he said is like, Hey, brother, why don't you tell that fucking guy that picked me up to clean his fucking car up? <laughs> <laughs> that, thing's a, that thing's a fucking mess. So you didn't clean it out enough. Hey, here's the thing. I cleaned oh. the shit out of my 99 Toyota Ashtray, and you know what? <laughs> I like had like everything immaculate in the front seats. I mean, I didn't vacuum it or anything. Seats, but, but did you forget that he was going to have luggage he had to put in the trunk? Well, yeah, yeah, in the trunk. And, you know, I had like some leftover beer and like uh, Weird World <laughs> merch in the trunk. It was fine. I mean, oh, wait, and we had Weird Body in the back seat too. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Was he sleeping? No, he was uh, trying to, uh, he was like trying to broach the uh, Korea show with uh, Norton because he wanted to like ask him about that shit. Oh, yeah? Okay. Oh. He got a little bit out of it, and I think somehow that led into a conversation about Too Cold. And he's like, oh, fucking Too Cold. I haven't seen him since maybe fucking Korea. Fuck. Sounds like he was in the war. <laughs> Scott Norton, deepest, scariest voice on the on earth, too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But he's so nice. I mean, even after the show, like I was downstairs and you know making sure everybody was cool, got all their all their gear and shit. And there's Scott Norton. I just want to thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you for that introduction and 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 tell everyone thanks for having me and blah blah. I'm like, uh, yeah, sure, wh- whatever, Mr. Norton, whatever you say, man. Like, oh, thanking us. You're 56 year old man. Just put your body through hell. We're thanking you, brother. 
But nice, nice as can be. So I don't know about these stories with the short fuse. Did it happen that yeah. night? We had an almost. <laughs> oh no! It not like with me. It was after fucking brunch the next day. Like we were like turning like the corner on 65th in Detroit. There's my geography again. But uh, yeah, let's just get into brunch since we're talking oh, about Scott amazing. Norton. We did, we'll we get did, to the rest. We did, we did go. We did do brunch with Scott Norton on on uh, Saturday. Saturday. He uh, told me I looked like a fucking movie star. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Goes back to what I said last week on the podcast. If you dress like a fucking asshole, everyone's gonna think you're famous. But um, yeah, we were like you were turn- dressed like well, a fucking asshole. Then. Oh yeah, well, I was just going to do himself for our listeners out there. They couldn't see that. Hey man, when I buy clothes, I like to ask myself, uh, WWHRD, what would Harley race do? And uh, you definitely had a gold chain on, unbuttoned top buttons. I was doing it up, and my hair was just perfection. Big tan. Oh. Big tan. You've well, been, you've really been getting into the tanning lately. Ah, uh, well, I'm in a fucking race right now with Bobby Beverly, and uh, you're gonna plug your you're gonna you're gonna plug your tanning spot your tanning spot, dude. Maybe get a discount. Yeah. Uh, fucking, I don't know, man. They're like fucking fucking around Daniels, but yeah, fuck that. Fucking uh, Palm Beach <laughs> tans all day, Lakewood. Sell, tell them I sent you. It gets me seven fifty off product. It's on Detroit Row in Lakewood. Yep, in, in the March Plaza. Yeah. Right next to my work, I get. Paid to tan, it's great. Don't tell everybody where you work. <laughs> no, we, we gotta make them pay for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You work, you work them. That's your job, dude. Working yeah. them. So tell us about brunch. With All right. Scott so, Norton. well, this is the short fuse deal. Well, so, well, no. Before we get to that, we we, we went to brunch with Scott Norton. We took him to uh, X Y Z. We'll put it over. Yeah, we took him to X Y Z. We oh, want okay. to take him to a nice, nice local establishment right good, down the road from the venue. Good brunch, right, right, right by uh, Mount Carmel. Uh, excellent brunch selection. So uh, we, solid Bloody Marys. Yeah, we we went there. Crazy, yeah. All three of us got the corned beef hash. It was uh, there's a lot of corned beef being had at that table. I set off a fucking waterfall of corned beef hash. And then uh, he told us he just sat there and he told us great stories. I you know I don't know if this is like uh, breaking news or whatever, but he's like got an autobiography that's coming out pretty soon. I am stoked. And uh, he was telling us some of the you know some of the crazy shit that has gone on in his life. And uh, I was like, I'm not a reader by any means. Yeah. But like the shit that he was telling me, like I would definitely want to fucking read this You're book. You're in. You at least yeah. want to get it on tape. Because it was some fucking, like he was telling me some the, some crazy shit. And I, I had no idea he was a bodyguard for fucking Prince. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. How about that? Yeah. Not, like I don't want to, like I don't want to divulge too much because of his fucking book or whatever. But, uh, yeah, he was telling us all kinds of fucking crazy shit. And, like, that's the stuff that, like, is awesome about being a pro wrestling promoter. There's all this, like, awful shit that you got to deal with and all this stress. But then, like, there's moments like that where you're just, like, eating some corned beef hash, having <laughs> yourself a mimosa on a Saturday morning with Scott Norton. And hearing he- about him beating the shit out of fucking Ernest Miller. Yeah, and just hearing about his hatred for Ernest the Cat Miller. Though so it went back and forth where... And it is just like we like we must have been there for two hours, and he is just telling these stories, and uh, you know that that's the kind of shit that's awesome about wrestling, like uh, which is few and far between. But like when right. it happens, it's it's fucking it, it's awesome. And then uh, I guess you get to your short yeah. fuse situation. Oh yeah, so we're leaving X Y Z, and we're like walking over to the parking lot, and this dude's stepping out of the fucking uh, what was it the coffee shop, Gypsy Bean. What's up? And uh, 
just putting over everybody. The dude's on this just like fucking yeah. We're just putting over all of Gordon Square. It's the home for AIW. In, Can't wait to catch a at movie Mount at Mount Carmel uh, Capital Theater. Oh yeah, uh, fucking. But yeah, this dude walks out. And he's like, God damn man, why is your friend so fucking red? And like Norton turns around like. What the fuck are you saying? I'm like, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. And we just kept walking. And he's like, what the fuck did that guy just say? And I'm like, I don't know. He just doesn't understand a couple of handsome tan dudes. And he's like, yeah, that's right. And then, like, drove him to the fucking airport, hugged it out, got a little weird towards the end because there was, like, a lull in conversation. And he's like, so what do you think of all this fucking political shit that's going oh, on? No. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, I think we're just swirling the drain, man. He's like, swirling the drain. I like that. So what, you like vote for Trump? I was like, nah. He's like, you vote for Hillary? I was like, nah. You didn't vote? I'm like, nah. He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then we were at the airport, and uh, that was long and short of that. But it all once again, just fucking minefield. Because I'm like, and then he was like talking about training for... Uh, Fucking arm wrestling again. He was like super amped on that shit. Yeah, yeah. He said he's going to get back into it. He said he's going to do the senior circuit. Yeah. Oh, man. He's going to take on that guy from that documentary, Pulling John, because I asked him about that guy. And he's like, Yeah, he never fucking beat me. He says he beat me. <laughs> he never fucking beat me. <laughs> yeah, well, so Scott Norton was excellent. He has, he has lived an amazing life. By all means, look out for Scott Norton's autobiography whenever that does hit uh, bookstores, I guess, or online. Uh, and any promoters out there, by all means, book a brother. You'll have a great time. Oh yeah, he's yeah, excellent. absolutely. And I, I guess like you know, watch the match is amazing. We, you know, we don't need to really talk about the match. But the, my favorite thing is like after it was over, Scott Norton was like in the locker room, you know, and he is just feeling alive. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because like they just had this awesome match, and I was like, hey Scott, how'd it go? He goes, Joey, Joey baby, Joey can go, baby. <laughs> He just kept saying that. Joey can go. That's the go. second Joey that he loves, too, because he loves Joey Ryan. He had a match with him like a, a couple of months before, yeah, and he, he was just putting over Joey Ryan left and right. He just goes, Joey, Joey can go, baby. Joey can go. And he uh, said he was basically a good, as good of a worker as Chris Benoit. Wow. Let's just hope. Uh, High praise for Mr. Janela. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that was, I mean, that and a was fair Scott, warning. <laughs> Scott Norton. Before we get into the rest of the card that was Gauntlet for the Gold, the one thing, as we were setting up for this podcast, it's called The Card is Going to Change. The one thing that we talked about leading into this is that the card pretty much stayed the same. We really didn't have much trouble with that in terms of last-minute changes, but this was the week that uh, Chandler Biggins went into the hospital and hell, we we still had a show. That we yeah, had to do. I mean, this was this was pretty much my my worst nightmare situation, uh, like that I would thought like I would kind of like think about at times and be like, There's, you know, like this would be the worst possible thing that, that that could happen to me is like because we did not have a very like we did not have uh, many systems in place. Right. Uh, within AIW, it was just kind of like, go, 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 go. We just did things. And, uh, you know, like, we're incorporated, but we didn't have, like, we don't have a business account. You know, we have a business PayPal uh, and things like that. And uh, so, you know, here we are. Uh, Chandler goes into the hospital the Saturday before Gauntlet for the Gold. Says it's only going to be a few days. Uh, obviously... It, it has not been a few days because he's still yeah. in the hospital. As, as and here you we all are know now, yeah. Eight weeks later, 
Uh, but, uh, you, you know, the, the thing that happened is I purposely did not give myself access to any of the AW funds because I am uh, irresponsible. <laughs> uh, I'm very responsible, but I'm irres- like I, I could potentially be irresponsible. Sure. Uh, as far as, you know, just having access to all that money. Um, it's a responsible thing to know that you could be irresponsible. Like, you know, I could get getting... drunk and, you know, I could be at the strip club with Hornswoggle and it could, that could be it. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I heard some people do that. Yeah. So we purposely just set it up that way. And uh, so there was no like there's no easy like, hey, if anything ever happened, like this is an easy transition. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with the money without putting a lot of stress on Chandler's family because I had none of it. I had nothing, uh, which I just had, you know, my personal money, which isn't that much. <laughs> yeah, he had cash laying yeah. around. He had some uh, so some checks thanks to our sponsors that yeah, that, didn't get still, cashed. Still have not been cashed. Um, so, uh, anyway... I'm trying to figure everything out and uh I get his brother to figure out what the what the passwords are for all of his accounts and uh I log into the head of you PayPal and there's thirty seven dollars or something like that in there. Like that's like it. And I'm like, okay, this is like I'm not very familiar with PayPal. Like I'm like, is it in like a different like folder or yeah, like yeah. is there like somewhere else you could put it? You still got to pay all the boys yeah. when they some come in. pending shit. Yeah, and I'm just like, no, that's it. And then I'm just like texting his brother, and I'm just like I'm trying to be like as sensitive to the situation as possible. But I know that I have a show in at this point three days, you know. Right. And I was like, hey man, like, is there any money, like, in your brother's room or anywhere? And it's, he's like, nah, man, nothing. There's nothing in his car, nothing, nothing. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And, like, you know, uh, props to a a lot of people uh, stepped up and uh, said that they would float me alone. Um, You know, guys like, you know, Smart Smart Mark Video, I don't I don't even know if they want this out there, but I'm gonna put it out there. You know that you know they had offered to give us an advance. Hornswoggle offered to give me a loan. Um, you know even even the Duke, but that was that was gonna come with that was gonna come with a price, some strings. <laughs> yeah, the, somebody, the wanted, world order. somebody wanted to get strapped. The Duke the, the Duke World Order was yeah. was was uh, he was We're trying to pussy make, hair away. He, okay, that was a little graphic, oh but. Crazy. Uh, the the duke was trying to make uh, a deal with the devil or ma- have me make a deal with the devil uh but several people uh, you know did offer uh did offer to help which was it eased my mind but i didn't i didn't want that and uh, also monsoon classic who did kind of he did float uh, some money just so we had like change and things like that cuz we had nothing right um but uh so his brother finds like a few thousand dollars just underneath some papers <laughs> next to the couch in the living room. I'm surprised it wasn't under his mattress. Yeah, no. It was or just in, like in, in a it. pile. It was he said that he was about to throw all this stuff away oh, and there man. was just like a couple thousand dollars there. Like this was the system that Chandler had in place. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sure it all made sense to him. It all oh, probably made sense to him, but there was no way to get that inf- to get that 
you know, to get that from him. You know, he was there was, was no dire of a madman. Yeah, there's no like treasure map, and he's uh, in a coma. You know what I mean? So right. it was just like it was like trying to ha- put a puzzle together, and you did not have all the pieces. Uh, so that was very, uh, I, I guess, eye opening into. I'm gonna have a, a much bigger task in front of me than than I anticipated, you know, because uh, I didn't know the ticketing. I didn't know. I, I had to figure out all this stuff. I had to get access to his email because, like, those notifications, like, they were they were directly forwarded to his personal email, and like, I had to right. I had to figure out all this stuff in a matter of like three days. And like, uh, thankfully, you know, his family understood and understood the situation because, I mean. I would say, you know, 99% of anybody else's family would be like, fuck off. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. and, and Chandler was a big reason why we decided, I think we've talked about it before, to even have the show because he is that quintessential guy who was like, no, we, we have a show. The show is booked. We can't cancel this for all these people. All these people have made all sorts of plans. People come from out of town. The show's got to go on. He's that guy who's always said that. Yeah, and I was, I mean, I was worried. I didn't even know how many tickets were sold. I didn't right. know. We had virtually stopped promoting that whole week because of this situation, yeah. you know? Fucking Pedro came in super clutch, too. I mean, yeah. I, and has continued to. And yes. uh, he has said that he will going forward for as long as I need, which was, you know, I was just explaining to him the situation of what was going on with Chandler because, you know... Uh, they were very close. Pedro has been involved for uh, almost the entire duration of AIW. Um, and, uh, he was just like, Hey man, if you need me to be there and kind of take over his tasks, I will be there. And, uh, you know, and he said, I will be there going forward. Cause he said, I know you don't, you're not going to, cause here's the thing is like, there's a zillion motherfuckers that would have been like, yeah, man, I'll handle the money. Yeah, yeah. But it's, you can't trust it. And we've had, we had that in very early AIW is like, people were just like dipping their hands in and a lot of things w- weren't adding up. Uh, not that we had fucking crack accounting to begin with, but. Well, and, and to kind of uh, unveil some behind the scenes things too, as you say, the money, one of the issues that we ran into is, you, has been discussed in the show, you book half the roster, Chandler books half the roster. Right. You so, don't necessarily know how much everybody gets paid. Yeah, I didn't know a lot of the payoffs, um, you know, and thankfully uh, some of the, you know, the veteran locker room guys like Josh Prohibition and Ethan Page, they kind of stepped up and, uh, you know, I kind of, I, I like came up with this like form and I was just like, can you guys just go around and you know, uh, figure this out for me right. because, you know, I'm doing like the, the one thing that this taught me is, is I, I think I'm, <laughs> I'm a very good delegator of tasks while trying to manage the, the overall like process of what's going on. Sure. Uh, cause I did realize that I could not do everything on my own. Oh, there's no way. Um, so I did, I, I did delegate some tasks and, uh, you know, that's the thing is like, you know, and then maybe guys that I would have negotiated with two years ago, I did not keep that information stored inside my brain. Chandler always did the payoffs and filled the envelopes. So he just always knew it off the top of his head or, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so like there was guys that we've been working with for years and I had 
no idea what to pay them because that just wasn't part of my you know my responsibilities before so i wasn't even you know that's information that just like went out of my brain you know what i mean worldwide did you get a uh, pay bump that day uh no 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 okay just checking honesty we're I, and i would i would <laughs> i mean hope. everyone's been booked ever since so i don't think we yeah, had any yeah. major fibbers well, I mean, we don't know because Chandler has not been able to. Which is true. I'm, yeah. keeping, I'm keeping. I'm keeping detailed books of all the payoffs. I mean, to be real, during the locker room meeting, uh, Eddie did. Eddie Kingston did say he was going to lie about his pay. So if he did, he told you he's going to lie about it. I told you ahead of double time, negative. He's fine. Well, there you go. There's that. I would hope that. I would hope that nobody lied. But like I said, I'm keeping pretty. Uh, I'm t- keeping pretty intricate books. Uh, going forward and that's kind of the thing is um we're taking this we're we're taking this kind of as a as a blessing to get things in order for when Chandler is ready to return so it's not the old chaotic system yeah. that we had before uh Pedro has has really gotten things organized and uh, uh it's it's been it's been excellent maybe get a google doc or something that everyone can look at i don't want everyone well not everyone yeah, just maybe the inner circle or yeah, something. Right. But, uh, you know, and, like, the students have all stepped up, you know, like, uh, you know, because Chandler, Chandler had all these things set up, you know. The like, fuckery with renting vans. He had all these things set up for auto pay with U-Hauls and things like that. Yeah. So, you know, uh, we had to we had to figure all that out, and that's been a whole fucking process. Uh, who would have thought that it is so fucking difficult to rent U-Hauls? But it has turned into. Who deep. thought it's so difficult for people to have over a hundred dollars in their bank account? We will but, we'll uh, get into that on a later episode. Yeah, that is a later episode, <laughs> which you you could partake in. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah. So it's been like so. That's that's what I'm saying is you know going back to what I was saying earlier, and we bumped up the ticket prices for Jaylet and things this year. It's to get things on track. Uh, I think that we were undercharging. Uh, for for the tournaments previously, and we would always lose money on these tournaments sure. every single year. Well, when's the last time you changed prices? Uh, it's been a long time. So, folks got to understand, you know, everything changes prices. You and haven't done anything. You haven't touched it in a long time. And it's not going to be something going forward. Like, hey, uh, it's going to be uh, so expensive sure. to come to AIW. But you know, we have so many additional, I, I guess expenses for the jail weekend yes. uh including uh, like a lot more hotels a lot more flights yeah, where whereas typically maybe a couple people stay in a hotel on a friday night they got to stay over everybody is staying in a hotel friday right. night and you know it's two days so that's two days of pay right and two days of venue rental and uh all this stuff so that was just kind of you know after being able to kind of look at the books and look at the financial situation that we were in, uh, bait coming off of this gauntlet for the gold show. Uh, that's why, you know, things are changing going forward uh, a little bit. And, you know, also, you know, as we discussed last week, the, the loss of the YouTube revenue and, and uh, Chandler's eBay revenue. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to keep harping on it, but, you know this. This was the show, Gauntlet for the Gold, that like opened our eyes to all of these things. And you know, Chandler was a guy that I think maybe there, 
he did not want to address the problems and was just kind of hoping for the best sort of thing. Cause I am a very like direct kind of like, no, this cannot be happening sort of thing. Yeah. So I think he kind of kept some of the financial hardships a little more under wraps and a little more undercover. And uh, I think he was just hoping that he would be able to bounce them back through the different revenue streams. And because, uh, I mean, I'm a guy that's ready to fucking close the company. I like, was just going to say, which was maybe wise on his point, because he loves having the company. And you're the guy who's always like, ah, I don't know. We're gonna I love <laughs> no, I love having the company, but I like I am not in the position to like bankrupt my whole life right, for yes, it. Yes. So and uh, and it has nothing to do with how much I love the company or not. But uh, it's just like him and I were in different kind of living situations and yeah. just different places. So it's just kind of like, Hey man, like I cannot, you know, early AW, like I would fuck it. I wouldn't even care if I lost money. I'd throw like a whole, like, you know, paycheck in there and be like, fuck it. This is fun. <laughs> but like, as you get older and you develop more responsibilities and more kind of like sure. just uh, adult tasks that you have to handle. Well, you get uh, a cat. Cat's got to eat. Cat's got to eat, man. Kind of shit too. Yeah, gotta get that Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, you know that. So Chandler and I would always, whenever there was kind of like a thing, I'd be like, "Dude, like, we gotta get this together." And like, we we always wanted to be like a for, by the fans for the fans type of promotion. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I know for myself, you know, like I'm not spending a ton of money on entertainment, you know, like in my real life, you know, cause things are expensive to do. So we try to keep things very reasonably priced. You were hot at me when you had to pay $5 for a basement boy show. I was man. I, I I'm telling like, you know, like, uh, especially in, maybe it's different in Cleveland. Cleveland is a very kind of like, uh, I guess it, it's not, not very rich or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Uh, very middle class. I'm very, you know, like I don't have a lot of disposable income, and I don't think a lot of people have a disposable uh, income yeah. around here. So we, we would always try to keep things as reasonably priced as possible. But uh, you know, I just going over things for the jail at weekend. I had to, I had to bump some stuff up, and this gauntlet for the gold show was kind of the catalyst for that. Hey there, everybody. It's Alex Worldwide Keller here to tell you all about Thrift Store Jobber on Instagram and also Etsy. He's got all the choicest wrestling merchandise from yesteryear to today, and he's got a doozy right here. We have Shawn Michaels all over print WWF shirt from about, looks about, oh, he's got that mullet. 1992, three, somewhere in there. He's a sexy boy, and you'll be a sexy boy in this shirt. $85 for an XL. Make you look like a million dollars, pally. Worldwide at Thrift Store Jobber. I hear him talk. He makes me feel like I'm on cloud nine. He's just my sexy boy. He's not your boy toy. Well, let's talk about the rest of the show itself. We already talked about Scott Norton, Joey Janela. That was fun. The opening match was uh, Eddie Kingston and Hornswoggle. And people had a lot of fun with, with that matchup. 
Oh, uh, I which, think those two did as well. I hate to uh, hate to pull back the curtain a little bit too much, but uh, Hornswoggle was trying to uh, get Eddie Kingston to light his hand. Yes, on fire with the back fist. for the back fist for the yes. back fist. Uh, I still have a bottle of Bacardi one five one. They to the point to where he pulled out money himself and sent somebody to go buy one fifty one. And uh, thankfully, that did not happen. It did not happen. But uh, I was told to keep next it, time. I was told to keep it for another another time. So, so I have not opened this spoiler bottle. Spoiler alert: There may be some flaming may be. body parts coming soon in AIW because <laughs> the you, bottle is just the never, bottle is ready. It um, is ready to go. Still that was in the liquor bag. You know, that was just one of those like uh, uh, one of those matches that I think is a perfect example uh, that you could just put on like the fucking definition of AIW and oh, if we absolutely. were ever in the dictionary, it's just fucking weird, uh freak show type of matchup, uh with two guys that we book on a regular basis, uh regular roster members. Um and you know it was it was weird. It was I, and I think it served its purpose. I don't know I how got, you guys feel I got about ball tapped twice in that match before it even started actually. Well, uh, usually Eddie does it, but uh, Swaggle did it first. I think I was uh, downstairs uh, stretching, getting ready for the gauntlet. Limber, limbering up. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's just one of, like, Hornswoggle, I think, gets kind of a bad rap. Uh, I think people kind of associate him a little bit too much with his WWE career. Sure. Whole uh, other animal. He is a I whole. I mean, human. Yeah, he is a whole different person. And I think. Uh, you know, I wish that more companies besides AEW were kind of giving him that room to to explore things, to do different things, and, absolutely. And because uh, he's never n- not delivered for us, and uh, that's just not because you know I developed a friendship with him or whatever. Like if he sucked, I would tell him that hey, this isn't working. But, Deceptively uh, heavy, I'll tell you. He is a heavy guy, dude. I tried to pick him up that one time when I was fucking trying to get se- getting yes. fucking sent on by his ass. Yeah, but you know he's. We're throwing these just weird things his way, and just to see how it goes. And uh, you know, so far so good. Yeah, I mean, the show in general, fans seem to love it. And and as John pointed out, everybody that helped us out, especially you fans, because they packed the house for this show, which yeah, is all awesome. oh, yeah, fucking god. So thank you guys. Um, but people like that match too. There's been gifts going around there because of Swaggle trying to slap Eddie, and Eddie just laughing in his face. Uh, Fuck gifts, man. Buy it. Yes, I agree. That was fun. And then the next match, people really enjoyed. Poor referee Jake Clemens took a low blow in this one. Speaking of uh, shots to the groin, Ethan Page and Colt Cabana, they put on a spectacle of sorts in, in the next one. And that was, I mean, as that was, that was a bit more straightforward that, of a match. The, the talk and shit chat explodes. Exactly. Uh, but that, w- that was fun there. Um, Alex Daniels. Defended the intense division title with Sean Schultz. Sean Schultz is another guy who just continues to make a home for himself at AIW. Yeah, Schultz is a guy that I think, I hope, in you know six months is going to be a guy that's getting booked all over the place. Like hell of a tan, hell of a tan on that guy. He's a southern boy. He's got that sun. You know, he's mm. you know he's not he's not your normal uh, you know run of the mill you know hot indie guy you know or, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but he has all the tools in the world to be a major player. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, and and experience too. And that was a match that I wanted Alex to have because uh, Alex, you know, loves doing these big, you know, flip. Uh, you know, he wants to do that modern super indie match or whatever you want to call it. Right. And uh, I wanted to kind of throw him a little bit of a curveball and say, hey, 
why don't you get in here and you wrestle Sean Schultz style? Uh, because I, you know that you, you got to know how to do that. Yeah. Brother it down a bit. Yeah, you got to you you got to know. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you got to know how to do that. If you're gonna make it to a next level, you got to know how to work this way. Uh, so that was kind of a, a a learning experience. You know, fucking master's degree program for uh, Alex Daniels. Uh, just throwing him a little bit of curveball. Uh, I don't know what he took from it or not. He's not really a talkative guy. But it went well. Folks uh, folks responded well to it. Uh, the, the next match was a submit or surrender match. Things got ugly there. The bone collector, Dominic Garini, uh, proud AIW graduate there from the school, uh, taking on BJ Whitmer. And that was BJ's swan song for AIW. Yeah, you know, that was something we were kind of building up a little bit here and there for the last few months. Um, And that was another thing that was, you know, that was... uh, that was that was a master's degree uh, for Dominic Greeny in a different department. Oh uh, yeah, yes, the everlasting memory of to Dominic get color. Or I'm trying to think. I think uh, so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, fucking Kaplan, pr- Kaplan probably got some color, yeah, but probably not, but not, not on not on purpose. Yeah, uh, or with permission. The everlasting image there from that match is Dominic Greeny walking across the ring barefoot over thumbtacks. I had just gotten done warming up. I had done my 500 Hindus uh, down in the locker room, uh, limbering up for the uh, gauntlet, and I came up to watch this fucking match, and Dom goes down in those goddamn thumbtacks, and then he comes up, and he's like, st- like I can see like he's like standing in them, and he has no fucking shoes on, because he's a psycho, and uh, I can see that he's kind of like light on his feet, like sort of like chicken foot in it, T-Rex foot in it, like, and then I can see him just plant his feet, and I'm like, oh, adrenaline just took over, <laughs> and fucking then he was just balls to the wall, but I can see for a second there, he was like, oh, I'm a dumb fuck for these fucking thumbtacks, and then like just like, I'm a fucking huge cock man destroyer fuck you and it was a real fun transformation to watch i mean i enjoyed it i think you know bj whitmer was another one of those guys that kind of got got a bad rap in recent years on the indies but there is no like there's nobody uh that is going to teach somebody better in the ring than bj whitmer oh yeah and I'm sure worldwide, worldwide got a first-hand ass-kicking that way. I did. I told Dom, I'm like, if you really want to make a man confuse him, just move way too fast. <laughs> He'll tell you to slow down. Just go faster. And how did that work for you? Oh, terrible. Yeah. Did you get some sweet chops to the chest? Uh, no, I just uh, ate a couple of boots and a what the fuck and then a uh, an exploder. How was that conversation afterwards? Oh, it was a lot of, slow down, man, what the fuck? And I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, and I was like, but yeah, one of those men are on the lake shows. Well, we we do wish BJ the best. Uh, Like I said, that was his last match here for AIW. Uh, He's exclusive elsewhere now, so uh, we won't get to see him for at least a while. Um, A little bit. the, uh, The next match we want to get into, Perhaps the match that stole the show. I know it's the gauntlet for the gold. The gauntlet in itself was amazing and is a spectacle, but this was something that people are still going crazy about. It's the tag team match that was four different teams, right? Yeah, to infinity and beyond. The Ninja Elite Squad, which is Facade and Flip Kendrick. The tag team champions of Crazy Pain, Gringo Loco and Steve Payne. Plus, Laredo Kid and DJZ teaming up. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and talk about this match all night. All I got to say is you this, could. this was perfect pro wrestling. 
This is one for the DVD and VOD people. You should buy it. Absolutamente. It it's it it has everything and the finish is amazing. Wrestling as shit. Yeah, it is so fucking pro wrestling, and that's what I love. That's what like the match is awesome, but I love the finish the most and the re- the genuine reaction that that live crowd gave, and that's all I'm really gonna say about it. I mean, the the, the it's it, it's per- it was perfect. I I will say this inside information. There is a point happening in the match where as ring announcer, it looks like you might be watching it and you should be like, Steve Guy, get the fuck out of the way. What are you doing? And even Hornswoggle suggested to me afterwards, hey, you should have gotten out of the way. But those guys knew exactly what they were doing. And during the course of that match, somebody was on the outside of the ring. I got pulled off to the side and uh, was told, stay where you are. Never move. And I mean, you'll watch it and you'll see, you'll know the exact moment. The whole thing, just incredible. They were everywhere. And the match never slowed down, but I don't, I don't know. I can't describe it. I didn't get to watch it live because I was down back in the locker room warming up, uh, neck bridging for about 10 minutes straight and uh, really getting ready for my gauntlet appearance. But uh, I've watched it back since and just Jesus age Christ. Do we uh, do we give away the finish there? No, let's just keep it rolling. All right, we won't tell you the finish. Uh, if you watch it and you're a big fan of AIW and you're into our storylines and you're into this podcast, you might get pretty angry at that one. Uh, Scott Norton, Joey Janela, we talked about they that. Did. And then finally came the triple threat uh, championship match for the absolute title, Tim Dons, Josh Prohibition, and uh, Tracy Williams. What a spectacle that was as well. We have a lot of fun there. You have the match stops and then restarts because essentially Tim Don's taps out to Hot Sauce and Josh Prohibition. We got real pro wrestling on this show. Gauntlet for the Gold was uh, really did was it's like a fucking one for the ages. Yeah, like an episode of Raw. <laughs> yeah. Oh, better than a fucking episode of Raw. Get out of my it's face. It's like an episode of fucking USWA. All right, I'll take that. World class. Yeah. And again, going back to the fans and people who like packed the gym, I think watching it on DVD, you're going to be even more invested because there were so many people there and they were so into every single match. And let me, let me say something about this. Like, uh, there's a lot of people that watch our DVDs and they like shit on the pro wrestlingness of some of the shows which is a ridiculous statement, but they don't like the angles and the storylines and the finishes. Like Fuck you, I I think booking dream matches is so lazy and just easy, and anybody could do it. I could put guy A versus guy B, and they can wrestle for fifteen minutes and have a great match. And then the next match, I can put guy C versus guy D, and they can do the same exact thing. And uh, you know that's just not fun for me, right? Uh, that's just not what I want to do. Um, and if you don't like the DVD, the thing that you got to understand is there is a live audience that f- the majority of is biting on these angles and reacting to them and giving the people the desired reaction that we are going for. Uh, so you have to kind of understand that it's two kind of it's two different experiences. Yeah, this is a story that's been building. Uh, this entire year thus far, uh, going up to Gauntlet for the Gold. It started really last year in 2016, and uh, even now, it, it keeps continuing to build. It's a river, not a swimming pool, man, you know? 
Sure, sure. Wise words of wisdom. There you go, from Worldwide. Uh, and then finally, we got to Gauntlet for the Gold. Uh, a lot of fun there. Speaking of the AIW students, PV Smooth kind of, that was that like a coming a out bitch. party of sorts for and, himself. And there. I just remembered one thing. Yeah. There was one change on the card. Oh. Andy Williams from Every Time I Die was booked to be one of the Gauntlet Mysteries, there but had go. to pull out because uh, he was he ended up having to leave for tour a day earlier than was originally planned. Um, and that is where Matt Classic came into play. Matt it, Classic drew number two. Yes. And Gauntlet for the Gold. And, uh, you know, as I said, PB Smooth made himself known in that. But then we talk about the big surprises. Our surprises. Uh, the theme we have said, which started when Biggins was here with us, in 2017, moving forward, we are trying to be a feel-good year. For the most part, aside from what's going on with Biggins, we continue to do that because Gauntlet for the Gold saw two big AIW returns in Bobby Beverly and Matthew Justice. Yeah, Matthew Justice has been gone for nine years. Bobby Beverly, I, I don't know, three or four. Yeah, yeah somewhere there. Definitely not, not, as long. not as long as him. But uh, both got ex- – you know, that's another thing, like – Maybe the DVD audience isn't going to care that much. Locally, yeah. these guys got such big reactions, um, which I was honestly even shocked at. I did not, I did not foresee those reactions. You from thought those people guys. would be happy, and those were <laughs> honestly the reason why those guys got more bookings because it was an it was a one and done, feel good gauntlet for the gold booking for both of them. And uh, the crowd reaction instantly got me to give them more dates and uh, you know book them on more shows. That was there was no long term plan for for either of those guys. Um, so that kind of goes to show you how important it is how the live audience reacts to things, right? Uh, because you know that was just kind of a like, hey, you know, this will be a cool little one night thing in the gauntlet, and uh, you know, here they are. You know, Matthew Justice has uh, now been on every show since he's and he's uh, he's entered into the jail at the end of the month, which uh, was not the plan. He has a better band than Fozzie. I'll tell you that. And, uh, you know, Bobby Beverly and uh, Eric Ryan uh, have reunited the young studs They're, I guess. I don't know. They're the young men at this point. Or yeah. the 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 uh, not so young the, studs, the middle aged studs. I don't young I don't gents, know. the young gentlemen. But, uh, you know, that's all because of tanning adversaries. It's all because of the uh, the reaction that the uh, the live crowd gave them when they came out as surprises of the Gauntlet for the Gold. And worldwide, how was your Gauntlet for the Gold? After oh. I mean, we've gone the entire show. You told us about how much you were stretching and you're getting limber. Well, you know, I'll tell you. Last year, I wasn't ready for BJ Whitmer. Came in, got out, set a record. That was cool. And uh, this year, I think I had a good hot ten minutes somewhere in there. You know, oh, PB yeah, yeah. I forgot you came. You came out right at probably the worst moment that you probably could have came out. Uh, yeah, I came out to uh, fucking what was it? PB Smooth and T Money with uh, Marion Fontaine hiding somewhere like a smart guy. How smart were you? Oh, I wasn't that smart at all. <laughs> Marion Fontaine drew number one. Yeah, it lasted for such a long time. That's worth noting. Marion Fontaine, Fontaine, the only competitor to compete in every single gauntlet for the gold. There you go. That seven foot son of a bitch, fucking heaviest goddamn boots. <sighs> he claims his boots were heavy. I'm like, no, I think you were fucking heavy. But uh, and throwing, he- you heard a heavy hands. He's throwing heavy. Bringing the thunder. I uh, had my nice pose down with Ethan Page. You know, I think I can't. 
on commentary, somebody put over the tan, you know? Worldwide is flexing right now. He, yeah, this he is, just flexed. This is an audio podcast. He was like winking and flexing all the I, uh, time. I'm really just, I'm in a really dark place right now, guys. But, uh, you know, the gauntlet was a highlight. When, when aren't you in a dark yeah. place? <sighs> uh, when I'm in the tanning bed, brother. Are we going to talk about your extracurricular activities with the, with the, uh, the one lady that you discussed with me at Denny's the other night? Oh, wait, what the fuck was that? Maybe we'll have to say that for another episode. As he thinks about it. Hey, who threw you out in the gauntlet for the gold? Oh, that would be uh, those dirty so-and-sos, uh, Infinity and Beyond. Oh, those dirty, dirty, dirty bad guys. Dirty so-and-sos. Yeah. Wouldn't mind a crack at those titles one of these days. Oh, tell yeah. You, you what. think you're a contender? Oh, yeah, you know. Spoiler alert, because we didn't mention that. They did win the, you might as well now, they did win the tag titles. We won't tell you how. That, oh, there's that a DVD not DVD, sold. Folks. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't believe we, you, I can't believe you aren't remembering the the story of this of the the lady that you told me at Denny's. The lady, while you think which it, lady? I mean, there's oh, whoa! I mean, you guys just exchange the same acts back and forth with each other. <laughs> this is some agent of Riverberry. What the hell is going on here? Nothing to do with David Riverberry. Nothing to do with David Riverberry. Lady at Denny's. Was she at Denny's? No, you told the story at Denny's. The story at Denny's. What the hell did she do? She's pissing your mouth. Liquids. Oh, you really want to go there? <laughs> I mean, I, children might be listening to this. Yeah, maybe we'll save that one for another day. Yeah, we'll save that one. <laughs> we'll I pissed in her mouth too, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There was, well, pi- there was piss for reciprocity. Yeah, somewhere in there. Okay. I can spell it. I can't say it. Reciprocity. Yeah. Yeah. We got a bigginsism. Yeah. There. There you go. Uh, well, I, I guess we didn't say that story. 2017. Everyone needs to grow the fuck up. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think I think uh, I think we better wrap it up on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, we'll end it with this. Gauntlet for the gold. I'm not going to tell you the name of the winner. All I'm going to tell you is that he didn't used to be a pirate, but I feel like he's really adopted. He's this. really embra- embracing. <laughs> he it. is embracing it. You got anything to say to wrap this? Oh, up? Oh, just that wide? thunderous goddamn pop when he won. Jesus Christ, that crowd was hot. The the, the feel good story telling stories here. We're making movies. The feel good story of AIW. What a nice clean shot. Continues. Give me a nice clean shot. Uh, that's our gauntlet for the gold episode with a little bit of a preview into uh, JLet weekend coming up. Don't forget May 26th, 27th. Get your tickets at shop.airwrestling.com. Buy the rest of those combo packs. Absolutely. Buy them all. And also, it's my birthday that weekend, so buy me something too. There you go. Don't forget, uh, that's a two-day event. So during the day on Saturday, go grab some food from one of our partners in Melt Bar and Grill. We're working on getting you guys some discounted Melt for JLet Weekend. We are working on that. And uh, also, of course, as always, one of our main sponsors, check them out, Angelo's Pizza on Madison Avenue in Lakewood. Uh, Thanks to Smart Mark Video and Jack Prince for... Uh, AIW owner John Thorne and Alex Worldwide. Worldwide. My name is Steve Guy. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks. Ah, Okay.